One of the things I used to tell students at the university when I was a chaplain, when they arrived, shy and retiring in their first year, is that the friends that they will spend the first term with are not the people who they will have as abiding friends forever. It seems a strange thing to say, but there is a fundamental truth behind it. We don't like to be vulnerable or alone, so we become members of the crowd. We will engage with people we do not know, and over time we'll discover who they truly are. Sometimes we can be disappointed about the people we discover. They will have a shiny veneer that easily gives way to a shallow person with no depths. Other times, what may be a brusque exterior gives way to a beautiful person who understands not only themselves, but understands you in a wonderful way. Today, our Gospel has this puzzling edge to it. Jesus tells us, Of all the children born of women, a greater than John the Baptist has never been seen. Yet, John the Baptist sent his disciples to see if Jesus was the one. For all his greatness, he is confused. The things that Jesus has been doing, giving the blind their sight, healing the sick, the lame, lepers, and preaching the good news, are all the things that the prophet Isaiah tells us will accompany not just the Messiah, but God himself. Look, your God is coming, he says. John is the voice that precedes the word. The wilderness that will bloom when the Lord comes are already in bud, but people and John himself are slow to recognise. There is another twist to this tale. With the powerful and mighty deeds of God revealing the powerful coming of the kingdom, seen by John, allows Peter to say with confidence, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And yet, Peter does not feature in the list of greats that Jesus gives at the end of the Gospel. What's happening here? There's a fundamental difference between Peter and John. John has observed Jesus and his ministry from afar. He has his own disciples and points to the Lord once he is sure who he is. Peter lives and breathes with Jesus for three years of ministry in Galilee and Jerusalem. If you really want to know someone, live with them. This is the truth of our human existence. When we spend significant amount of time with people, we suddenly know them in a very different light. No doubt this is something that married couples knew years ago when living over the brush altogether, was not considered a viable option. Those first few years of married life were a deep discovery of the other person and a deepening of love, God willing, between each of them. When I have had long-term visitors living with me in my presbytery, we have had to adjust, and we always continue to adjust our living together because nothing can be really hidden from each other when you live together. Peter's confidence and John's doubt stem from their degree of knowing Jesus. The question today, therefore, is how well do we know him? He is the one who we come to worship week in and week out. We have been given great tools for this by the countless generations of Catholics who have gone before us. We have the lives of the saints, how the great heroes of our Christian life knew the Lord. We have the stories of our Catholic history in England, a story of great persecution and martyrdom, and how the fragile flame of faith was kept alive by brave men and women. We have, above all, the great writings of our faith, the Holy Scriptures, which can never be exhausted in our lifetime in terms of knowing and loving Jesus. We also have prayer, when we do the most human of things, to desire to spend time with each other, one of the things that I cannot abide is the dismissiveness that people have of Mass. 
They say it's boring, tedious, the same. I don't like the priest, I don't like the church. How on earth can we possibly know Jesus? How can we possibly fall in love with the God who loves us if we cannot commit ourselves week in and week out to him? Our prayer in this time now of immediate preparation for Christmas should be that we ourselves and all those who we know who have separated themselves from Christ by not being here with us can get to know him better. Don't let them be idle bystanders. Bring them in to see the miracle that God is truly with us. That is why we rejoice. That is why we worship him. That is why we know him. In the end, what we show by our witness is that he is not a distant God, not simply our master, but our saviour, our king, our creator, but above all, our friend.